Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Now it feels like a Friday here inside the locker room as we head to December, as we enter, we're getting close to the stretch run of the Steelers season here. Just six games left, Arthur Motes. I mean, time flies when you're having fun. I was so confused. You was like, it feels like a Friday in the locker room. I was like, in the locker room. Oh, wait, I did just say in the locker room, didn't I? Uh, you can tell I have my hand involved in a lot of things here. In the electric factory, pardon me. In the locker room, yes, that is that is Craig Wolfley and, and, and Max Starks' space. That's what I was thinking. I was nervous. I just, you know how I you, get sometimes. I get in that autopilot mode. And I, I had just, to just say it out loud to make sure that I heard it the right way. I, you know, I get nervous every once in a while. I'm like, hold on, let me just. No, I appreciate. Maybe that's, I'm that's tripping. What, that's what I need you here for. You know, it's that's just balance. It's balance because I could be tripping. No, that's and, the and, that's the copacetic relationship here. Because it's definitely times I've been tripping. It's definitely times I've been tripping. <laughs> Wifey didn't told me, "Slay, baby, you was tripping." I'd be like, you know what? You right after maybe the fact, I was. I probably was tripping. You know, I definitely was tripping. Sometimes it's like that. So I didn't know. I just wanted to ask. No, you were you were in the right there. I appreciate you keeping me on track. Remix. Detail your work. It's a Friday in mm-hmm. the Electric Factory. Oh, hey now. Remix. In the locker room. That's from er- 10 to er- noon uh-huh. with Craig Wolfley and Max Okay, Starks. but what time is it now? What you telling me? It's uh it's uh-huh. in the F. It's in the it's about noon thirty-five right hey. now, darling. Hey. Noon thirty-five. Well, that's Blaine Marvelous then. And uh if you are familiar with what we've been doing here over the years uh-huh. in the electric factory around this time every single Friday. Uh-huh. When the Steelers are playing, Professor Motes, he takes us into the classroom. Every, every. And he lays it down, all right? It's the uh-huh. matchup segment. What are the five matchups? Whoever wins more of these, whoever has more success in these areas. It's simple. Has a very opportune, mm. uh, the odds a very may very well be in their favor. A very good opportunity. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. odds will be in their favor to win the game on Sunday. Of course, Steelers Falcons one o'clock down at Mercedes Benz Stadium in the ATL Shawde. It's time for a little five star Friday. We're humbled and excited to be in these five star matchups. Five star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not gonna be us. Five star Friday. Matchup number one. I'm sorry, it was the ATL. Shoddy. Shoddy. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's get it. Only Atlantic can bring that out of my dog, Wes. So, the first matchup that we got to talk about 
are our Steelers inside linebackers versus Cordero Patterson. Now, we understand that Miles Jack is a little bit leaky of oil with the knee that he is working with. Had him limited the past couple of days. But either way, if it is 100% him or not, and it's just Devin Bush and Robert Spillane, they're going to see a good amount of Cordell Patterson. And it's going to be important that they are buckled up and locked in because he is their X-factor offensively. He is the guy that attracts a lot of attention because he gets the ball a lot. They like to run their offense through him. Um, They'll utilize him as a running back. They utilize him in the slot as a receiver. Um, He's heavy, a part of the screen game. Wherever he is located at, eyes should go to him, especially when he is aligned outside the backfield. Whenever he's aligned outside the backfield, more than likely he is going to be featured in some element. Yeah. But he's just a dynamic player. And then the other thing, and the reason why I said inside linebackers and I put plural, is because he also is their return man, kickoff return. Well, Robert Splane is also on kickoff coverage. And if Miles Jack is to not play, then who gets the nether helmet? Mark Robinson, who Ooh. also is going to do what? Be on kickoff coverage. So, once again, I need all of them, whenever they're facing a Cordell Patterson, to just be buttoned up. Make sure that, you know, understand that he is a lot bigger in person than what it might look like on tape. I know he was listed as a wide receiver before in the past, but that dude is converted. He looks like Derrick Henry, just <laughs> a little does. bit more athletic. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the He's dynamic. He's rocked up. Like, that's what you see when you see him. So, just understand that. Don't be surprised by that, man. But that's definitely the most important matchup that we got to get started off, baby. So, let's start it off on the right foot. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Five-star Friday. Matchup number two. Now, the second matchup, man, is uh, our defensive front seven versus the Falcons rushing attack. Now, as you heard us talking about earlier, the Falcons rush attack is very similar to the Baltimore Ravens. It's like that Coca-Cola, but it was watered down. It's left outside. It's got a lot of character. It's got a lot of story involved with it. It's like the two-liter that's been sitting in the fridge for a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After, like, two parties and stuff, it's like, ah, you don't really want to mess with that one all the way. It's not as refreshing. But it is efficient, and that's the one thing that the Falcons do do as a team, and that's largely why they've been in so many one-score games. And even last week, they should have won the game. It literally came down to a tip pass at the line of scrimmage, and it was an interception in the end zone because of it. But when you're talking about this Falcons rush attack, man, the way they utilize Marcus Mariota with some of the zone read concepts, the way they utilize Cordell Patterson, it does make it a little bit challenging on your front seven. But for us, the thing that we like or the thing that we should hang our hat on is we have a lot of familiarity with this style of offense. We see it twice a year with Baltimore, and we see a better version of it in Baltimore. So for the defensive front seven, you have to smash the run. You smash the run, you make this team in particular one-dimensional. Man, we're going to be over here like, yo, we don't need Chick-fil-A to be open on Sunday. We turned up anyways. <laughs> it's going to be that simple, okay? But we got to stop that run, so that's why it's big for the front seven. Yeah, absolutely. That's you know that's been part of the Steelers' success, I think, over these last couple weeks. Statistically, Jonathan Taylor, you know, he finished with over eighty rushing yards. He won over a hundred though. How? And it, it, you're absolutely right. It wasn't the what, like the hundred and forty-seven or whatever that he put up. Dude, yeah, what two thousand rushing yards a year ago? Yeah. Like, what are we talk about? Um, and I think visually, right? Like, if you just you, you watch the game play out, they they were effective um, in limiting him. He had his moments where he certainly was on and was moving that offense. But for the most part, they did a good job. Let's keep that uh, Let's keep that trend rolling here as well, too. Five-star Friday, matchup number three. Okay, well, let's get a little pass rush talking. And I got to talk about the newest member of the double-digit sack, 
Club, Alex Highsmith. Yes. Versus good old Jake Matthews. Now, Jake, really good player. Been doing this for a while, man. Since, what, 2014? First round draft pick, man. So mm-hmm. he, over a decade of NFL experience. Ah, well, sounds he's like a, somebody that I he's know. He's a part of the club. He's sounds a part like of the club. Sounds like somebody that I know. Okay. But... At this stage in his career, he does struggle with speed. He does struggle with the athletic guys like Alex Highsmith. And Alex is on a tear. Ten plus sacks. He's accomplished that. I felt like he could do ten sacks this year. And it was great to see that. But the fact that you did and we got, what, five games left? Six games left. Oh, excuse me, six games left on that. Yeah, we need more. So, don't stop there. Let's keep it going. And I don't anticipate him slowing down in this particular matchup. But this is going to be unique because Atlanta, because of how their offense is, you're not going to get a ton of true traditional drop back pass one-on-ones. Hmm. You're not. You're going to get a handful of them. And just like the Jets game, when we said the same thing, right, they're not going to give you a ton of one-on-ones, strict, uh, straight drop back. Whenever you do get them, you have to win. But you also have to finish. Because Zach Wilson, remember, that was part of the issue that week, right? We saw Alex Heisman beating the drum with the tackle but could not finish. This week, even more important to finish the rush. Now, Mariota, he's a better athlete than Zach Wilson, but he doesn't have the same type of uh, capabilities from a passing perspective. But Alex Heisman, man, he's going to get his opportunities. He has to win, and he has to finish those rushes. But I do think that this is going to be one of those ones where we feel good. And continue to feel good about Alex Smith. So, definitely had to have him in this heel. Five-star matchups. Yeah, he's he's certainly been um, one of the highlights of this season, I think. And, yeah, let's see him keep it rolling. Tell you what, get uh, get TJ back to his crazy productive uh-huh. self with Alex Smith doing what he's doing in those two. I mean, that could be like Batman and Batman. Woof. You ever seen two Batmans in the same movie? Have they done that like they've done with Spider-Man? Maybe like Spider-Verse? I don't know. Can we do this? Can we do, can we get can we get Christian Bale? And Michael get Keaton. And, get them all. Get them all. Ben George Affleck. Clooney. George Clooney. Get them all. What's the vampire Twilight guy? Robert Pattinson. Yeah, get them all, man. Pattinson. Yeah, get them all in there, he, man. Is he, he's British. He is British, right? Pattinson. I I, I've actually I don't really care about his name. He's either Batman or Prince. Now Adam. hold on, you got two daughters. You telling me there hasn't been some Twilight stuff in your house? Yeah, but his name isn't Pattinson. Pattinson. What's his name in Twilight? I don't know. I do. My my daughter's only thirteen months old. Oh, I haven't got oh. to go through that phase. It was Wait, hold Edward. On. Oh, J- Jacob. Jacob's the other one, right? Yeah, Jacob's the werewolf. You're the team Jacob or you team Edward, man? What team are you on? Oh, I like Jacob because he had the energy I like. Okay. Yeah, stronger on you. You yeah. like you like the werewolves over the vampires? No, no, no. I like vampires over werewolves. Okay. But those particular but like, characters. Got you. One was a tough guy. One was like the like the pretty boy. To an extent, but not all the way. Okay. It was like pretty boy emo. Okay, it's like, it's worth my, my t- worth my time, Twilight. Like I like the I like the Hunger Games. Oh, man, I'm trying. No, actually, they, they were dope. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, yeah, they were good. Yeah. But you got to be like in the mood for that, bro. In the right state of yes. mind. Yeah, I got you. Yes, like Hunger Games, you could throw Hunger Games on and it's gonna vibe. Twilight is is love story ish. Okay, you catch my drift. I got you. Like, yes, I got you. You gotta want. So it's not like just throwing on Lord right. of the Rings or it's Harry not. Potter or even when you say Hunger Games. Hunger Games got like some. It's like yo, you ain't gotta be sentimental with Hunger Games. Hunger Games is gonna have some action action in that thing. Sure, it's gonna have storylines. It's some cool stuff. It's gonna be some action. It's gonna be some of that. Twilight, uh, uh. not always. You ain't getting that all the way. Okay, it's gonna be some like yo, okay. we really having conversations here. Like, 
some heart to heart. Like, some, I love some you. Some dialogue. Like, why do you love me? Like, that type of... Some dialogue. How, how can you love me? I'm a vampire. Like, no, let me show you how I love you, girl. Like, is that... that that's... It wasn't my energy all the way. <laughs> so, that, if that's not your energy on a Friday, bro, don't put that on. All right? There's Arthur Motes's... <laughs> there you go. ...critique on <laughs> but film I watched them all. on the Twilight series. I watched them all, though. I literally have watched them all. In theater, might I add you. And I went ahead and I own all of them as well because I was a part of the DVD era before we were streaming. Correct. So I do own them all as well. That so, DVD yeah. era was something. Yeah, shout out to the DVD I era. I got like man. four huge boxes of stuff Absolutely. down in my basement. Absolutely. That I don't even use anymore. <laughs> Five Star Friday. Let's get back on track. Yes. Matchup numero cuatro. There it is. And just like the conversation we were having, you got werewolves versus vampires. <laughs> Well, we got pass rushers versus pass blockers. And I'm talking Kevin Dotson and James Daniels, who I need to be my werewolves this week, versus Grady Jared, who I need to be Team Edward this week, okay? Okay. Because in the end, Jacob is a bad dude. Jacob get after that, though. He do it the right way, the way I like it, all right? But when you talk Grady Jared, man... <laughs> Obviously, he's their leading pass rusher this season, right? Five and a half sacks. Has been um, a really good player since joining the league. Um, best sack season he's had, I think, seven and a half, eight sacks total. But as a whole, he's explosive. He can be disruptive. Now, when you're talking about our interior offensive linemen, Dodson and Daniels specifically, they've been playing well, but still has some inconsistencies in their game. In particular, when you're talking about pass protection. Okay. At times, they struggle with some of these more elusive and athletic pass rushers like Grady Jarrett. But this is one of those ones where for Dotson and for JD, they just have to make sure that they're fundamentally sound. When either of those guys have struggled, it's because of a lack in their fundamentals, a lack in their technique. You look at Dotson, if he misses a guy, head might have dropped. If you watch Daniels in, he misses a block, bad step. Mm -hmm. It's those type of things, right? But versus Grady Jarrett, they should be able to match up. They should be able to do some things that will make it competitive. But as a whole, they have to make sure they're fundamentally sound because Grady is a really good and productive player. And not to the extent where you're talking Aaron Donald or even Cam Hayward, but with the thing that could make this intriguing is when you're talking about the overall outlook on this matchup and how it could be a tight contest just because of how the Falcons play in terms of controlling the clock and not allowing you to have a ton of opportunities. They don't turn the ball over a lot. If Grady Jarrett is winning and now you get a errant pass or you get a strip sack or you get that part, that is where the Falcons do win. Sure. And that is how they have won games at times. Sure. Because of what they're able to do, creating uh, turnovers and forcing teams into mistakes at times. Opportune situations for their this offense. This is one of those guys that has been a part of that. So that's what we're doing our due diligence, and we're acknowledging him. Not saying that you got to go crazy about it, but got to make sure that those guys, in terms of uh, Kevin Dotson and James Daniels, yeah. just keep him at bay. Don't allow him to have that back-breaking play because – in a game like this week, that could be the deciding factor. Absolutely could. Let's uh, let's let our defense make those type of plays, Hello. right, and not their defense. And Grady Jarrett, good player. No, he is. I, I, like I, I'm good not even player. gonna like like joke away. He's a good player. He's a good yeah. player. Not uh, some of the some of the studs that they've seen. That's what I'm saying. Like you respect him, but like you don't fear him. He's not Fletcher Cox yeah. and Javon Hargrave. Yeah, like and, good player though. He's Good better than Fletcher. Sure. I say he's better than Fletcher. Well, at right this now stage, that's true. Fletcher but, is not quite. But the he's same. not Hargrave though. Yeah. yeah, he's a good player. He's a good player. Not a great player. Got to respect player. him. But uh, 
but go out there and do the job. But you look at their defense. They got a lot of good players, right? Yes. AJ Terrell is like a really good player, yes. but Rashawn Evans, good player. Lorenzo Carter, good player. Grady Jarrett, like we said, good, good player. player. They don't necessarily have the all-pro superstar. Right, but, right. Now yeah. you got potential in AJ Terrell. Maybe he yep. is that yep. all-pro. But he's, right now, he's, he's good. Yeah, he's really good. I'd like him in, his, yeah. I'd like him in the really black good. and gold. He's really good. Yeah. He's the one. That's a good call yes. by you. Yes. <clears throat> Five star for Friday. Don't you shortchange me. Don't you shortchange me. Don't you shortchange me. Matchup number five. If y'all could have seen West's face and his hair just shaking while he beats that. his chest, it looked like, like the ultimate warrior in here, man. Look beautiful. It was awesome. You should I be watched proud that, of yourself. Watch that Elvis documentary on HBO, the Elvis movie documentary. Ooh, how'd you and like it? I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Now I just want to whip your hair. Whip my hair around well, like I'm Elvis. You, you got the front part. The front part was shaking. Oh, yeah. hold on, hold on. You got a little shake in the front. A little if you're looking for trouble, Uh-oh. you came to the right place. Hey now. If you're looking for trouble, uh huh. Just look at my face. Oh. I was born standing up. Uh huh. And talking back. Oh, hey now. My daddy was a green-eyed mountain jack. Whew. Sorry, sorry, what happened? I was going to give verse two. I didn't know you were going to give me a guitar, the guitar, pelvis, guitar. I got to get the pelvis moving saying, in where, here. Where's the guitar solo at? Dun, and all that stuff, dun, man. Dun, 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 dun. Matchup number five. But for this fifth and final matchup, we do have to talk about the Steelers' rushing attack versus the Falcons' rush defense. Now, this is the third week in a row where we've seen the Steelers' rushing attack look good. Yeah. Look impressive. Look yeah. competent. Look like it was intentionally a part of the offense. It was a commitment. It was balance. But more importantly, when we talk about the productivity of it, the production was there. And when this offense can run the ball, it makes us a lot better. It cuts down on the turnovers. There's no surprise why we have went three weeks in a row now without having turnovers. Correct. There's no surprise why our offense for three weeks in a row has scored over 20 points and has looked really good. The running game is critical. It is huge in terms of this team's success at this stage in the season. And the good news is, this happens to be the Falcons' weak spot on defense. They struggle to stop the run. When you ask yourself, how does a team that's fundamentally sound, but not that talented, but they could do all these things really good, but... They're 5-7. and seven. How does that work? Because they can't stop the run. When you want to beat them, you run the ball. And when you run the ball on them, you know what it does? It opens up the pass. You can dagger them ah. to death because A.J. Terrell is a good corner, but they don't have anything other than that. But it's off of the run. When teams run the ball on them, man, they struggle, struggle, struggle. And some of that is personnel. And like we talk about that personnel, you can throw the injuries in there, cool. But regardless of why, they don't ask how. They ask how they many. They ask how many. And unfortunately for them, it's been too many running backs that have had really good performances against them defensively. So we're going to keep it going. Regardless of who we have out there, whether it's Benny Snell, whether it's Jalen uh, Warren, whether it's Anthony McFarlane, whether it's uh, Najee Harris, whether it's Wesley Euler, where, yeah. whether it's Willie Parker, it don't matter who we call it back. I'm ready, Coach. Bussy, I don't care who it is, man. Because got, we're going to win up front. I got one play in me. Oh. And then I'm going to need workers' comp. Let's get it from the goal line. Go out on hit. Blaze of glory. Yeah, I would literally be going out in a place yep. of glory. <laughs> that would not be good. But it would be epic. Yeah, I mean, would it? It would be legendary. I'd be laughed at on social media for a while. Hey, you'll never forget you, though. Eh, debatable. One hit, wonders, right. one hit wonders always live, man. That's Remember true. That. They pop up from time to time. Always, you, you, you'll be a staple on any cruise ship. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, we'll leave it to the professionals. But I, I, I like what you're putting down there. I think that has certainly got to be part of the formula to a Steelers victory on Sunday. One more time, Professor Motes, for those who might have joined us late or just want to double-check their notes, the five matchups that will determine the outcome of Steelers-Falcons Sunday in the ATL. Sade. There it is. So, you know, we had to start with our inside linebackers versus Cordell Patterson because he is just a unicorn in the sense of how they like to use him. A lot of attention needs to go to him because he gets the ball a lot. Um, The second matchup, talked about our front seven defensively versus the Falcons rushing attack. Baltimore light in the sense of how they operate. But this is one where we're familiar with it and we've seen better with it. So we need to make it look like that and it needs to reflect that. Um, the third matchup, Alex Highsmith, my newest member of the Double Digit Sack Club. Shout go. out to him. Um, versus Jake Matthews, who is also a member of the Decade Long of NFL Experience Club. Ah. Definitely love to see that, man. But this is one of those ones where Alex Highsmith, man, he is on a tear this season. and He is extremely productive and very hot right now. And this is a matchup where however many handful of opportunity he gets to truly one-on-one pass this guy, he has to win those. And he's more than capable of it, so I'm definitely excited to watch that. Then after that, we got to go to the fourth side, which we spin the block but flip it one time. And we got to talk Kevin Dotson, James Daniels versus a little Grady Jarrett. So, that's going to be fun because you got interior pass rusher versus interior pass blockers. Who knows? Ooh. Who knows? Maybe we get a little, a little fireworks. Knows? You know what I'm saying? A little excitement going on in here. And then the fifth and final one, it's just a Steelers rushing attack, man. Three weeks in a row now of productive rushing offense, physical play, winning the line of scrimmage, backs running downhill, all the things that we've been clamoring about, we've got three weeks in a row of that. Well, you know what they used to tell me, right? Anybody could do it one time. You get lucky and do it twice. Sure. That third time, though, it's a pattern. Now, you, now you've shown me that you really got you, you got this thing figured out. So go ahead and make that thing reflect that in this fourth week because the Falcons' rush defense is not like that. No, they are not. So that is, why, that is my fifth and final five-star matchup. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. There you have it. From the professor's brilliant, keen, insightful football mind, the five matchups that will determine the outcome of Steelers and Falcons on Sunday, 1 p.m. at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. One more segment to go here. I always wanted a Mercedes. (laughs) You guys know what that means. We're getting Mercedes? We're getting Mercedes. That's, and what, that's what happens when you play down there, right? I just want the Chick-fil-A. Mercedes, Chick-fil-A. You drive the Mercedes back, but just have the Chick-fil-A with you. 12 cans of Coca-Cola in the back seat. Ooh. ATLians bumping on the sound system. Facts. <laughs> One segment to go. Bobby Head. Wrecked. Mm. Bobby Head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be a little different in this final segment. No, don't worry. We're going to sing the Here We Go song. Whoa, that's going to be whoa. for sure. What's the difference? Our buddy Brian Backo is out of town today. <laughs> What are they going to do with anything? So no Brian Backo in the final segment. His phone don't work because he's out of town? It's <laughs> a very good point by you. I don't ask the questions, though. His phone don't work because he's out of town? Apparently when he gets out of the 412724, his phone just doesn't work anymore. His phone don't work? He don't got service? He ain't got signal. He can't be with Verizon. Verizon got coverage everywhere. I see the commercials all the time. I know it ain't AT&T. I've seen AT&T commercials for new and for existing customers. They got all the hookups and LeBron with them, so you know they got coverage, man. Man, where he went? 
Is it T-Mobile? Man. He didn't got big time. Uh, he didn't got big time. We're not going to big time you guys he on the got tweets. Big time. <laughs> he out of town. Headphone don't work. I know, right? He out of town. It's, it's 12.56. Ain't like you're getting into anything funny at 12.56. Hey, you never know. Nah, I do know. Because it's 12.56. Don't nothing happen at 12.56. If it was 1 o'clock, there's a different conversation. If it was 12.30, different conversation. It's 12.56. Don't know going on at 12.56, man. <gasps> no, Bacco. So that means more time for Yins. Yeah. All right. We got the prediction tweets rolling in. Keep those coming at Wesley Euler at the body 52. Duh. Bye. Handful of those. You know, we'll get to those uh, before we get out of here. But, you know, you got any other questions for us? Maybe in lieu of Brian Bacco. Time's yours. Who big timed us? The time's yours. Yeah. As Andy Reid would say. Uh, we'll get to the tweets. We'll sing the Here We Go song. We'll get to your predictions. We'll give ours before we get out of here. It's all on the table in the final segment. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.